Ahoy! Welcome to the penultimate episode of season four of Bottom of the Stream. My name is Adam. And I'm Nick. Welcome, welcome, and welcome. Oh, two and an and. A three and an and. <laughs> How's it going, Nick? Yes, good. I'm excited to be here. Me too, always. We're on the last but one episode of season four. I know. How this, crazy is that? This is our... Um, well, I know we've we've talked about other films on sort of bonus episodes and, and obviously a couple of interviews and stuff, but, but in the stream table list yeah. of our four seasons. This is number 99. It's our yeah. 99th um, movie. How mad is that? Who'd have, Did you think when we started that we'd get to 9,900 films? No, no way. <laughs> but we have. We should be well proud of it. I'm proud of it. Yeah, me too. Me too. It's been a, a wild, if it's sometimes a, choppy ride on the streamboat. It's been boat. a crazy couple of years, hasn't it? But uh, yeah, we're we're not going anywhere. So uh, yeah. no way, no way. We're keep we're keep listening, sticking around. And, and there's always more um, questionable movies to watch on Netflix. <laughs> we're never going to run out of questionable Netflix movies. That's no. for damn sure. How's your week been? Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, what have you been up to? Uh, I I I literally don't think anything exciting. <laughs> Same <laughs> since we last spoke. Same. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's been pretty quiet. I can't even remember what I did last weekend. That was that seems like a long time ago as well. So, <laughs> fair enough. It's getting tedious, isn't it? Ah, twenty twenty one. But we're getting there. Won't be long till we're all back together again. Yeah, we can, we start can have having some real life adventures. Yeah, we can come and have fun uh, on this show instead. That's fine. Yeah, absolutely, that's what it's vicariously good. living through podcasts <laughs> uh, until we can podcast from the same same room. Which I can't wait will, for that. Will be excellent. Do you know last year's Botskas was the first last episode we did together? Uh, yes. So that, yeah, we're pretty much coming on a year, which is again <laughs> feels like a long time, but also a short time. That's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Have you got any Netflix news? I have. Yes. Um, Good. Do you know about <laughs> Netflix's secret codes? I've heard of them in the past. Yes. I've never so, used any, but I know they exist. Me neither. So this, this this is about how you know when you're browsing through Netflix, you can you you go to your menu on the left, and you'll you'll see films, TV shows. You go into films, and then you'll have comedy, blockbuster, action, all all those sort of sub categories. Well, yeah, they they are actually broken down even further. And if you if you access Netflix for a browser, all you have to do is um is add sort of a four digit code and it will take you to these um subcategories I guess. Right. Um and some of them are really, really interesting. Um how they <laughs> how they've um, further cut them down. Okay. Um I'm just trying to plug while I uh try and get the right article up that I was reading earlier. <laughs> massively failing. Yeah, so if you put in uh, uh, netflix.com forward slash browse forward slash genre forward slash, you can then add, add in, um, like I say, these five, they're five digit codes. Uh, so, yeah. for example, if you were looking for a comedy, there are different yeah. categories for the following dark comedies, foreign comedies, late night comedies, mockumentaries, political comedies, screwball comedies, sports comedies, stand up comedy, teen comedies, satires, romantic comedies, and slapstick comedies. Wow. 
That's a lot of different types of comedies. But I think my favourite might be the horrors. Oh God, I can imagine. Go on. Okay. So you've got the ma- the main category is horror movies, which obviously you 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 can pretty easily see on your on your menu. But if you enter the correct code, you could have so for example you'd put eight one nine five at the end, and you'd, that would bring you up B horror movies. Oh, that's right in my wheelhouse. Other categories under horrors are. I'll take a deep breath. Go on. Creature features, cult horror movies, deep sea horror movies, foreign horror movies, horror comedy, monster movies, slasher and serial killer movies, supernatural horror movies, teen screams, vampire horror movies, werewolf horror movies, zombie horror movies, and satanic stories. Wow. I'd I'd like to know what teen screams is. Because surely that's just like slasher movies. You would have thought so, wouldn't you? (laughs) I'd imagine they're pretty much the same. That's really interesting. I wonder how many people actually use them, though. Yeah, I don't know. No. How many people watch Netflix in a browser for a start? Well, yeah. Not many, I wouldn't have thought. I would have thought definitely not the the majority. No, definitely um, not. I mean, I don't know how many. Uh, so, independent. What's an experimental movie? Isn't everything an experimental movie? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Movies about experiments? <laughs> Maybe. So, you think <laughs> that the discovery would be in there? Yeah, definitely. Interesting. And presumably you can be in more than one category. So, yeah, for example, uh, you know, we, we'd find aerials in sci-fi, aliens, and also um, presumably Middle Eastern movies. Um, Foreign anyway. comedy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I just, I was quite surprised at the, the number of subcategories there are. Uh, it, it um, Yeah, wild away uh, five minutes for me today, I must say. <laughs> It's funny you should mention Netflix categories because it's been in the news this week that they've added a new one. Oh, okay. And that's one of the things I'd got written down to mention, so I'm oh. going to seamlessly link into it. Perfect. Um, Netflix have added a category this week for movies under 90 minutes long. Okay. <laughs> and it caused a bit of controversy because some people were like, what, what, does, what does the runtime matter if a movie's good? But like you say, they've got so many different subcategories that, um, yeah, they've added this under 90 minutes category. Maybe you need to leave the house in an hour and 45 minutes. But you, you just think, want to watch a quick film? Yeah. Give me a quick movie. Yeah. So I thought it was quite interesting because most there's a lot of movies on Netflix that are around or under 90 minutes. And most of the movies we do are around that sort of time period, aren't they? But today's yeah, movie, for instance, is just under 90 minutes. Yeah. It's, it's just... It seems like the sweet spot for Netflix movies. So it's interesting that they've, they've recognised that. There'll be a ton of metrics and research gone into uh, categorizing all these i'm sure yes i'm sure they will um, netflix this week have also calculated your carbon footprint from watching video streams oh really yeah <laughs> somebody's really bored in the netflix head office <laughs> so they have calculated that one hour of streaming on netflix used less than 100 grams of carbon dioxide equivalent which is less than driving an average car a quarter of a mile. Oh, okay. For an hour of Netflix. So it's not actually that bad for your carbon p- footprint, if you're interested about that. I don't know why anybody is or why anybody's even <laughs> looked into that. But I found that article earlier and thought it was quite humorous, so I thought I'd read that out. Go green. <laughs> Go green with Netflix. Yeah. Anything um, else for anything else? Yeah. Uh, this is quite an interesting one. Um, okay. Over the last couple of weeks, um, some Netflix users have reported 
that they're getting a prompt screen when they uh, when they access their account, and it's asking them, "Is this your account?" Uh, yes, and, it is. Thank you. Move on. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, this sort of talk that this could be the first step on Netflix trying to crack down on their shared accounts. So that'll yeah. be an interesting one to see. It is interesting because the CEO a few years ago said that he didn't bother him in the slightest. So it's interesting if they are going to start cracking down on it, if maybe competitors are causing some issues with them, maybe. This was a... more competition in the market than they did back then. Exactly. There was no who were Disney Plus back then. Exactly. It's interesting. Um, so yeah, I can't see how they can police unless they're going to start monitoring IPs and stuff. I don't see how they can police it properly. But it is interesting to see if they are going to start clamping down on it. Sure, sure. Have you got any more? Um, I've got two trailers that have released this week. If you want me to mention them, sure. Uh, the Concrete Cowboy trailers out. Oh, I'll check that with, out. Um, Idris Elba and Caleb McLaughlin. Yeah, it's really good. The trailer looks really good. Um, it's a good trailer. I don't know. I obviously don't know how good the film's going to be, but it looks quite good from the trailer. Uh, that's coming on April the second, and there's also a trailer for that's dropped in the last couple of days for the film called Love and Monsters. Have you heard oh, of this? What? No. What's that about? It's about it's post-apocalyptic film about the world after monsters took over and annihilated the human race. Oh, so I'm, my it, interest has peaked. It follows the last few surviving members of the human race as one. It's about a young teen boy who's trying to get across the country to meet up with his teen girlfriend who's also survived, and he has to battle monsters whilst on his way. And the trailer's really good for that as well. If you want to check it out, it's called Love and Monsters. That's coming on April the 15th. Excellent. Still um, in, what's his, oh, I've started his name now and I don't even know his surname. <laughs> you always do this. I do, I'm terrible for it, bear with. D- Dylan, Dylan from the Maze Runner films, what's his name? I've never seen this. <laughs> Dylan O'Brien. I'm not the, the wiser. Right? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was from the Maze Runner films anyway. Cool. Um, I've got a couple more. Cool. Netflix have paid $20 million to buy from Miramax. He's all that. Oh, right. Okay. is a gender-flipped remake of She's All That. <laughs> you don't um, say. <laughs> and that will be uh, gracing your screens this year. That's Tanner Buchanan, isn't it? Uh, it is, yeah. Off of Cobra Kai? Yeah. I remember, we talked about it a few weeks ago, I think, or a while back. Possibly it was on that huge long list of movies. Possibly. Uh, When's that coming? Uh, like, well, they've not said, but yeah, 20 million they've paid for it as it's come out this uh, wow. This week. Was the fee? So does that mean they're going to brand it as a Netflix original? I would assume so. I yeah. assume so, yeah. Interesting. Because it's got somebody from Cobra Kai and we're like, we'll have that. It's brand synergy, I guess, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, the only other thing I've got... Have you got any more news? Because I've got something I've got that's one not more. news. Go on then. Um, the Irregulars arrives on the 26th of March. I don't know if you've seen the trailer for that. I have not. What is that? Um, so it's a a series following... Uh, are you familiar with the Sherlock Holmes story as much? Um, so, I know who Sherlock Holmes is. Yeah. <laughs> Good, that's a good start. I can't, I've never read any, but I've seen films and shit. And shit. So, quite often in, in the stories, not, it doesn't lean on it quite as much in many of the adaptations, but he uses like a network of 
urchin kids to right. sort of do a lot of his spying and, and running around. Um, and the series, The Irregulars, that's coming to Netflix, is focused on these kids. Oh, right, um, okay. And I believe... They're like his citywide informants. Yeah, home, and Holmes and Watson are sort of background players in the series, I believe. Um, oh, yeah, it, it arrives on the 26th of March. Yeah, uh, and that's really it soon. Has, it has already been greenlit for series two. Oh, wow. Must be must be happy with it then. Yeah, which is quite interesting. So no one no one's seen anything of it yet, and it's already uh, yeah already greenlit for a second season. So interesting. I'm, interesting. I'm in the market for a new TV show, so that could be quite interesting. That's really well, there you go. As well. If you can wait ten days or so, maybe that's the one for you. Maybe talking of stuff that's coming in April, uh, I've got a list. Oh, look, oh, I love a list. You know that you love a list. We are, we both love a list. I've got a list of stuff that's coming to Netflix UK on April the first. Hit me. Um, I'm not going to read them all because there's a, there's a lot, but I'm going to just pick out things that I've heard of. Um, first one coming on April the first is Castaway with Tom Hanks. Yep. Uh, Collateral's coming as well. That's a good film. That is a good movie. That's Tom, Tom Cruise and Jamie Foxx. Yeah, it's Tom Cruise in a, a terrible grey crew cut, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, one I'm really excited about because I used to absolutely love this film and I can't wait to watch it again. Death Becomes Her is coming in, on the 1st of April. Okay, that's a, <laughs> yeah, that's a classic. It's an absolute classic, and I'm really looking forward to seeing it again. Out of Time is coming, do you remember that? What's that? I'm not <laughs> sure from the title, no. It says a police chief is left in hot water when money from a drug raid is stolen and the mistress is found dead. It's a race against time to prove his innocence before the FBI catch him. No, I don't, don't know The name's one. familiar, but I don't know why. Maybe I'm getting mixed up with something else. Uh, Shrek's coming. Your you, your dad will be very happy. He will. It's his favourite film. It's my dad's favourite <laughs> film. Do you know what else is coming? Trick two and okay. Trick the musical. Also, they're all coming on April the first. We're Shrekking up. Uh, they live is coming to Netflix. Yeah, I've not seen that for years. It's no, not me. Good, good movie. Time Traveller's Wife. Yeah, I've seen that. that. I've seen it. I think it's quite good. Twister's coming. Oh, I've not seen that for years. That's a good, well. I don't know how well it holds up, but uh, I haven't seen it for years either. But that's that's all coming on one day on April the first. That's got to be like twenty five years old now. I bet. Twister is ninety six. Oh yes, <laughs> bang on. Um, later in the month, we have got uh, Thunder Force is coming. Obviously, that's that new superhero film we were talking about the other week. Sure. Uh, a Star is Born is coming with Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. Oh, you all look alike. <laughs> Apparently so. Although it's getting so long now, I'm starting to look like an 80s darts player. Oh, not Lady Gaga. <laughs> not Lady Gaga. Uh, I think that's it. I think that's the highlights of what's coming this month, uh, next month. But there's a lot a lot of good stuff coming again. I'm looking forward to seeing Death Becomes Her again. I'm definitely going to sit and watch that. Cool. It's a classic. Good, good info. Thank you. Have you got anything else to talk about? Have you watched anything good at the top of the stream? I haven't watched much this week. Been... You know, I want to. I want to say to you, I think Netflix is really dry at the minute. <laughs> I haven't seen. Um, I haven't wanted to watch anything for ages. I haven't seen anything on there. Thought I really want to watch that. I, I don't feel. Yeah, I don't feel that there's been any sort of big deal releases for a few no, weeks either it doesn't feel like it does it it's, it's gone it's dried up a little bit you, i mean there's a lot of good stuff coming as we've just said but just just recently doesn't seem to be much about yeah and there's, there's obviously been loads of focus on 
uh, well, One Division on Disney Plus, and then yeah. we've got Falcon and the Winter Soldier starting this week as well. Yeah. Um. So they they've definitely taken um some of the headlines away. Yeah, and things like Your Honor as well on uh, Sky and H. Uh, I think it's HBO or CBS in America. Sure. That's taken a lot. Of, I finished that earlier this week and would highly recommend it. Okay, that's good. Also, I watched. Good. I did watch something. I watched Cherry, which is Tom Holland's new film on Apple TV. Yeah, really good. Enjoy. Highly recommend cool. that. Yeah, it was really good. Although it is on for two hours out. and twenty-two minutes, oh. which is oh, no. very long for me. That puts me off. Do you always check the length of a movie before you watch it? <laughs> Pretty much, I actually do. <laughs> I, and I, I, I'd started this one before I did, and I'm right. like, oh, that's a long time because it's nine o'clock. <laughs> so we're talking nearly half eleven by the time this film's going to be finished. Is it, but is, how's your opinion changed on that then? Because you wouldn't. Obviously, prior to uh, the pre- the last year, you're a frequent cinema goer, and that wouldn't put you off for. Uh, no, it wouldn't. But when I'm that. at the cinema, the cinema has my full attention. Okay. When I'm at home, it doesn't. So I find watching longer films at home harder. Does that make sense? Yes, because you want to talk to your friends or pick up your phone or. Yeah, exactly. Whereas I don't do that in the cinema. Or I feel I always feel like there's something else I should be doing when I'm at home. Tom Holland has a pass for me that pretty much I'm just going to watch whatever he's in. So when I saw how long it was, I nearly turned it off. And then I thought, well, there's no point because I'm going to watch this film at some point. Yeah, plus if you're, already, if you're already 10 minutes in, then you... <laughs> I wasn't. I was like two minutes in. Oh, but I was okay. like, I'm going to watch this film at some point. Tom Holland's in it. I watch everything he's in. So I might as well just watch it now. And it, it flew by. It's really good. It's really well made. It's definitely worth checking out. Good. The, They're both uh, really good. The the girl in it as well was really good. You know what I always say? Length doesn't matter as long as you know what to do with it. <laughs> it's very true. I've been telling people that for years. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we've seen some 90-minute long films that felt like they were <laughs> two and a half Absolutely. hours long. So. Absolutely. So it's made me think now maybe I could sit and watch The Irishman. I think you could. So maybe I'll do that at some point. Do you know what you I'm could- not going to do? You could. I know what you're going to say, because <laughs> I'm just going. I was just going to say you could do a double header. No, I am not sitting for four hours and watching Zack Snyder's Vanity Project, which I think is what it's called. <laughs> I think I think it's like four hours and twenty minutes, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it's over four hours long, and it's not even filmed in the right aspect ratio. <laughs> I was. Re- I did see this today. It's filmed as if you want to watch it on an old '90s TV. I'm not watching it. <laughs> I'm just not. I'm I'm protesting against it. One man protest. Silent protest. Would you have watched it if they'd have released Justice League as they as the initial rumour was they were gonna do it episodically? Yes, probably. So if they'd have done four hour and five minute episodes. Yeah. Yeah, probably would have. That's interesting. The the four hour runtime is is a big no no. No way am I doing that. What's annoying me the most about it is people are saying, Oh, this is the film we would have released. It's not. There's no. no way you would have released a four-hour film. No. It just, just isn't. It's a vanity project, 100%. It might be brilliant. It probably is brilliant, but I'm not watching it. <laughs> <laughs> it's as simple as that. If, if you watch it, anyone listening, let us know. Let us know. Yeah, let us know if it's any good, and then we won't have to watch it. Sorry. Been ranting about that all day to people. It's fine. Uh, one thing I have watched this week, last yep. 
last weekend. Uh, really, really random. I, you know, the the old Netflix shuffle button couldn't have chosen a, a better Saturday night movie. Um, oh, you used the shuffle button? <laughs> no, no, didn't. But oh. if, if, if we were looking <laughs> through for that long. We should have done. Yeah. Um, well, what's the escape plan? Starring Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> wow. Why? From I, just because um, it was about half past nine on Saturday. What <laughs> is something stupid? Saw that they were in it, and it was—I think it's from 2013. I've heard it. I don't think I've seen it. The the tagline is basically, you know, it's it's Stallone. He's a he designs maximum security prisons, but now he's got to break out of one. And obviously, Arnie's an inmate there as well. And the twist halfway through, it turns out they're not in a prison; they're on a boat. I was like, <laughs> this sounds familiar. Sounds awfully familiar. This, we've watched a movie like this on this show. <laughs> we um, have indeed. Except the one we saw saw Dolph Lundgren and John Claude Van Damme, and it was an <laughs> absolute pile of horseshit. It was. Uh, yeah, it was, was it uh, Blackwater. Black, Blackwater. Blackwater. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who'd the have escape plan was a lot more fun. Was it? Was it better? Yeah. Yes. Good. Uh, so much so, there's a sequel. I found out. Oh really? Yeah, but Arnie didn't come back for it. Uh, Stallone did. The, yeah, Stallone and Dave Batista. Oh, wow. <laughs> you, you, I, I'm, you're I'm pretty sure at some point I'm going to watch it. So yeah, definitely. I'll let you know. You've got it now. Is it on Netflix? Was I, I did the know. first one I'm on Netflix? Looked. Yes, it was, yeah. Oh, cool. At least you're watching something on Netflix. I've not watched anything for weeks other than the movies that we're talking about. Well, there you go. But hopefully good stuff's coming. I'm definitely going to watch that um, one you just mentioned that I've forgotten. <laughs> the to the one about the Sherlock Holmes kids, the leftovers, the irregulars, the irregulars. That's it. Also, I wanted to mention to you, the last blockbuster hasn't appeared. Oh, was it not? No, I don't that's know if it was only going into America. But I've tried to uh, Google it today to find out what's going on, and it is not on there. Do you know what though? Um, and I can't find any information on it. I I think there is a there might be a few shenanigans going on because a few weeks ago. It might have it might have been about this time last month when it was one of the last times we did. Oh, here's this bunch of movies that are coming to Netflix. Yeah, and I I remember you saying the Tenacious D movie was coming, and yeah. I said, oh, I've never watched that. I, I've always wanted to. I've never got around to it. Uh, and I've I've been looking for that the last week or so. And it's not on there either. Really interesting. So when I do Google those, when I do get those lists up, I always make sure it's Netflix UK. Like yeah, the exactly. one I've just read out is their Netflix UK list. And I think so maybe th- I things think just must change at the last minute. Things, yeah, I, I guess you know deals can fall through and and that sort of thing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. The last it's blockbuster not, was not one, unheard of. Was supposed to be coming last this Monday. Just got that's right. Yeah, yeah. The documentary about the last blockbuster video store. It is available on Amazon Prime, but not on Prime. You have to pay for it. Oh, okay. So that's I thought it was really interesting. But I, I went to watch it the other night. I'd got a spare hour. I thought, oh, I'll watch that. I wasn't there. Yeah, it was. It was definitely on a. Um, Netflix page that I read. So uh, yeah, it is on okay. it is on American Netflix. So mm-hmm. whether something's fallen for in the UK or whether somebody whoever we found the news from had got the wrong end of the stick, I don't know. But unfortunately, okay. that didn't make it. We'll uh, we'll keep our eyes open and we'll uh, update you. Definitely. Anything else you want to talk about? I've got a little game. If you want to play a game, cool. Let's do it. Excellent. Uh, I think I'm going to call this one Colorblind, and it's a bit different. Two okay. games we've played before. Uh, the movie we're watching this week 
is called White Girl. Correct. So let's have a little challenge. Me versus you. Oh. We go back and forth. No hesitations allowed. How many movers can we name with a colour in? Oh, God. Really? I'm going to yeah. be awful at this. Already can't think of any. <laughs> I told oh, you it was God. a bit different. <laughs> oh, no. I feel like I'm going to be awful. Would you, like to, would you like to start? I'll, I'll no. give you the gentleman's... Oh, okay, fine. <laughs> would you like me to start? Yes. I'll go first then. Uh, no problem. Uh, right. <laughs> um, the Green Mile. Red. Um, <laughs> legally Blonde. Blonde's not a colour. Yes, it is. Is it? Yeah. Yellow Submarine. Say again. Yellow Submarine. Oh, yeah. You Sorry, you dropped out there. It wasn't a pause. <laughs> <laughs> uh, deep Blue Sea. Oh, no. Um, oh, I told you it would be a terrible night. Red 2. <laughs> <laughs> Men in Black. Men in Black 2. Men in Black 3. <laughs> G- green Room. Black Hawk Down. <laughs> I've got stuck on black. <laughs> Can't think of any colours. <laughs> oh, this is horrendous. This is the most stressful thing that's ever happened to me. White Girl. <laughs> um, <laughs> white Chicks. No way. Black Beauty. Clockwork Orange. Oh no, stop it. <laughs> we talked about one before, before we even started this charade. <laughs> it's got Jean-Claude Van Damme in it. Blackwater. <laughs> yeah. Why does my brain just not work? James and a Giant Peach. What? Peach. Peach, Peach. is a colour. Is it balls, man? <laughs> it is. Um, why does my brain not work, Nick? Uh, should we call it an honourable draw? Yeah, I've, no, I can't. Literally, can't think of any colours, let alone film colours. I enjoyed that. that was All fun. the that was quite good fun. All the way through, we're just going to shout with random film names at each other. That's now. fine. That was fine. <laughs> that was fun. I enjoyed that. It was stressful. It made me stress <laughs> out. I didn't. I wasn't expecting it. I hadn't prepared. Snow White. Oh, good one. <laughs> People are going to be screaming film names at the. They're podcast players as well. That's fine. <laughs> right, shall we move on to their to their commute or whatever? <laughs> shall we move on and talk about this week's film? Yeah, let's do it. Doki. This week we watched a film called White Girl. Uh, White Girl is from 2016. It is an 18. It runs for one hour and 28 minutes. Currently rated at 5.7 on IMDb. Stars a girl called Morgan Saylor, who plays a character called Leah. Um, Most famous probably she was in Homeland with Adrian... What's his name? Not Adrian Brody. That was his name in the show. Damien Lewis. Did you ever watch Homeland? No, but I've got a Damien Lewis story. Have you? Yeah. When... (laughs) <laughs> when my when my sister was I'm sure it, yeah it was when my sister was at college he came and uh, she was like in a bookshop or looking at a DVD and he was on the cover yeah and he uh, someone then put their hands over her eyes 
Right. He turned around and it was him. No way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's well creepy. Yeah, it's a bit, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, anyway. That would be really go. weird as well to turn around and you're like holding a book with him on the cover. Yeah. Homeland was a hot garbage show. Don't ever watch it. I thought that the general consensus on it was that it was good for the first season. Yeah, well, the general consensus was, but that was wrong. Oh, okay. I, I hated watched it. it. I've watched it for about three seasons and hated every single one. I don't know why I stuck with it. I'm not a big Damien Lewis Didn't it do though. like 10 years? Yeah, it did go on for ages. I think it might have only just finished. But anyway, she was in that for a little while. She played uh, his daughter. Um, also stars a guy called Brian Mark, who plays a character called Blue. Um, you might know him if you've seen the Dave Franco movie Nerve, which I randomly have. And it's really good. And he's also in nine episodes of The Good Doctor with Freddie Highmore. Okay. I know a few people watched that. And also stars Justin... I think his name's Justin Bartha. Is that how you pronounce yes. it? He plays Kelly, her most famous for playing Doug in the Hangover movies. Yeah, i.e. the guy who wasn't in them. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and also play also quite famous for playing Riley in the National Treasure movies with Nicolas Cage. Uh, I think that's questionable facial hair in this one, didn't he? Horrendous like, facial. He had like a he had like a a chin beard, but it was like under his chin. It was horrendous, <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> Um, written and directed by a lady called Elizabeth Wood. She hasn't really done anything before or since, but she does class this film as semi-autobiographical. Okay. Based on her own journals, apparently. Do you have a one-word review of White Girl? Sex. <laughs> yeah, you equally, can't say anything more, can you? Equally, I could have tried, chose drugs. Yeah, um, and rock and roll. It's the, yeah, it's, it's more sex and drugs and... EDM, I guess, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely is. Uh, before we start, I should have just looked at this. I've made a bit of a list as well. Um, how many films on Netflix do you think start with the word white? Seven. Eleven. Oh, wow, it's not a bad guess. <laughs> I've listed them. You've got white chicks, white collar, white chapel, white lines, hang on. white... What? Hang on, we've just played a game. I know, <laughs> I've just realised now, I'd forgotten I'd done it. i just turned the page. <laughs> Where you have to list list movies with the colour in and you've got a list of 11. Yeah. Some of You're them are TV moron. shows, to be fair. I am a moron. That is a fact. I'd forgotten I'd done this, to be fair. I'd just turn the page and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> anyway, White Chicks. Brilliant. Uh, white Collar, White Chapel, White Lines, White Gold, White Tiger, White Teeth, White House Down, no, White House Farm, uh, White Boy Rick, White Fang, White Girl, and White Boy. All available on Netflix. It's a popular colour on Netflix, white. <laughs> Where does this are you film... Ma- are you making some sort of profound no, political really point? Or... <laughs> when have you ever known me to be any sort of profound? <laughs> Where does this film start, Nick? It's moving day. It is moving day. Uh, and there are two girls moving into a neighbourhood of... We are in New York, aren't we? Brooklyn, yes. Yeah. Yeah, we are. Um, before we start, I've got really hardly any pages of notes on this. I don't think we're going to talk about this for very long. I I think there's a lot to talk about, but there wasn't yeah. necessarily much to note down. Yeah, there, there was. there's not a lot go. There's a lot going on, but not a lot that you, you can like one line for 10 minutes of action. That's so in, the, in, by far in the lowest amount of, of notes I've ever made. Yeah, no, no, obviously we'll get into this. In terms of sort of story and narrative points, it's it's a fairly simple setup. Yes, um, it is, yeah. 
but we'll yeah we'll, we'll we'll get into that. Yeah, I'm not surprised you've not got many notes. No, I have not. Um, so yeah, you've got two girls moving into a Brooklyn apartment. Uh, there's three boys watching from the street. They basically uh, they look like they spend their lives just hanging out on this street corner. Yeah, they don't offer to help. They just watch. <laughs> Um, then they start to get high, these two girls. This is your first drug scene. I'm not going to list all the drug scenes because the whole film is a drug scene. <laughs> yeah, they're, just, they're doing some drugs in their bras. Yeah, I already can't read this writing in my notes. <laughs> so the third line. So, so my third line is that the... So at this point, I don't know their names. So yeah. we have... Uh, one of the girls is a redhead, one of them is a blonde uh, yeah. girl, and I've just put the blonde girl uh, is going to work yeah that's what my line says so i can't read it. it says boring work montage for leah so leah is your blonde girl and katie is your ginger girl or redhead oh, that's girl. right um she comes home from work she gets high with all her mates there's like a few lads there katie's there they're all just doing drugs in the apartment and they run out of drugs so she says right i'm gonna go and ask those three lads that are standing on the corner if i can rather if they know where i can get some weed from sure and they basically say, no, we've got no idea where you can get some weed from. Are you stereotyping us? What are you doing? And yeah, so shout out, don't they? This is where we meet Blue. Yes. Uh, and he says to her, yeah, you, you can't ask strangers that. Yeah, especially uh, here. Well, in this sort of yeah. Area. yeah. So it, it, basically saying someone who looks like you shouldn't be out here asking us, people who look like us, things like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I was I was quite struck by this this guy straight away I I'll, 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 I'll go straight there right at the start I thought he was the best thing about this 100% um, I think I've written who, that who further just, down he's, he's a highlight of this film was? Um, Brian Mark um, so I've said for a, a few weeks that I'd like to see a movie with a, a really great performance in and I, I think this might be as close as we get to that this season <laughs> is the one we get from him yeah, he's, he is um, really good from the start to the start to finish because you you get this idea of who you think he's going to be, and he is not that character in the slightest. He's it was it was probably the best written character as well that that he has layers. I yeah, guess. he does. He does <laughs> um, it, which is not maybe necessarily something we see with Leah, uh, but yeah, no. we'll, we'll get into that. <laughs> I don't know, you see quite a lot of her layers. <laughs> um. Next day, she goes to work. Um, she Her boss is um, Justin Barfer's character, Kelly. He invites her into his office and they do some coke sure. together because this is like a laid-back, chilled, arty office. Um, so then, bean bags and uh, yeah. coke. <laughs> yeah, basically. Then they have a kiss. Uh, then they do quite a lot more than kiss. Um, as, as you would say, <laughs> she goes south. When have I ever said that? <laughs> <laughs> you said it in when we were doing Love Simon. Did I? Not Love Simon. What was the film? Yeah, Love was, <laughs> Alex was the movie we saw. Alex Strange Love, that was it. <laughs> Did I say that? Wow. That doesn't yeah. sound like me. Anyway, yeah, she does. She goes south quite quickly on him. Um quite quickly in more ways than one. She's very speedy at what she's doing. Um and suddenly they get interrupted by a knock at the door. Um it's Kelly's assistant. Um so they quickly get dressed and don't get they don't get caught and he sends no, her back. No, she she totally knows what's going on. Of course she does. She it's knows it's just going. like, oh yeah, here's another one. <laughs> yeah. So he sends her back to work. That's the end of that working day because later on that day, she's in the sh- local shop buying some booze and she bumps into Blue. She says to him, why do, why do they call you Blue? And he says, it's because I'm always sad. 
until yeah, I met I love, you. I thought, yeah, <laughs> I that was like, great. That's a line. That's a great yeah. chat-up line, and it fucking worked as well. So she takes him home. Katie is not happy about this because she doesn't know this guy, and he's now in her flat. So she's like, like, "Who's this schmuck you've brought?" Yeah, in? she's quite worried. She's quite worried. She's going to get robbed, but she ends up going out and leaving them there, or going to her room and leaving them there. Um, and then his mates show up. Yeah. Um, they can hear the voices at the bottom of the fire escape. They climb the fire yeah, escape to up. get into his apartment, to the apartment. I didn't catch either of their names, and I think one was called Kilo. Kilo, and then I'm not sure what the third guy was. No, nor me. Katie wasn't happy about this, but it doesn't take her long to come around because in the next scene, the three lads and two girls are all doing drugs together in the apartment. Katie's yeah. mellowed quite a lot because Kilo's now sitting on her lap and they're doing drugs together. Liam mentions that she wants to move on to some harder drugs because they're only doing weed. Blue doesn't like that. He he actually leaves. He walks out, doesn't he, when she suggests it. Yeah, and he is a drug dealer of principles. Yes. Because he says, effectively... You know, I, I can get whatever you want, yeah. but just know that I do not hang around or associate with anyone who does that. That's exactly, that, exactly what he says. That she she follows him. He's gone up to the roof and she follows him up to the roof. And he, sa- he says, uh, I sell it, but I don't fuck with people who do it. That's his line. Yeah. He says, I don't do it and I don't fuck with people who do it. But then um, he does fuck later. Yeah. On the roof. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's, a lot of, there's a lot of this sort of stuff going on in this film. This is it's it's um it's what that uh, Robson and Jerome song was about, wasn't it? it was about what? <laughs> fucking up on the roof, up on the roof. That one, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one. Was it? Is that what it was? Is that what it was about? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Robson and Jerome were definitely at it, so you're probably right. Well, with each other, that is an allegation. <laughs> <laughs> I did not make that allegation. That's you made that in your own head. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> um. Next day at work, Kelly insists that Leah attends this, like they've got some sort of work social event going on that night Um, because she's designing, she's some sort of designer. She does some sort of, you don't really find out what she does, but she's some sort of designs and she's doing the guest list. She got an internship at this magazine. Yeah. Uh, Was it a magazine? Yeah, it it comes up a bit later. That's literally all the info we get. Yeah, so she's making this guest list for this event. That's happening in the city tonight. So presumably they're going to Manhattan. And he insists that she goes. She doesn't want to go. She says, I've just moved house. I don't want to be going to big events yet. He insists that she does. She agrees to go and she invites Blue. She says, well, when she gets home, he says to her, the first thing he says to her when she gets home that day, Blue, because he's sitting on the doorstep and he says, have you got a fella? Have you got a man? Yeah. Because I really like you and I'm going to take care of you. And then from that point on, they're just together. That, 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 that's how he got into that relationship with her. He's, yeah, like you say, he says he likes her. Um, they, he sort of takes her on his rounds. Does yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, so he's he's making some deals. She's a company. And then he even takes her home to his grandma. He does, yeah. He's got a, he's, he lives with a, an ill grandma. And they go into his bedroom, do a, bit, do a bit more drugs. And that's where she asks him if he wants to come to this party. Yeah, well, she she actually gives him some business tips because he's he's um, bagging up the pro- some of the product. Yeah, and and she says she's you know you're selling this for twenty. You could sell you could sell this for sixty. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, as you say, she invites him to come to the party, and basically says you can you could get rid of all of this tonight yeah. with these these people I work with. But he doesn't want to go. Uh, he's like I don't... he doesn't want to leave his. Street patch. corner, yeah. It's this patch. He, he yeah. says he doesn't fuck around in the city. He doesn't go into the city. He has no reason to go in, and he doesn't want to 
change that. Uh, but in the next scene, they do all go. They're 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 driving there. Um, they so they all go. So Katie goes as well, and Blue's two friends, Kilo yeah. and random other dude. As soon as they get there, Blue starts selling drugs, and he does he sells some to Kelly, who's the boss boss man. That triggers kind of a partying, drug taking, sex montage for the next ten minutes, doesn't it? Yeah. So this this magazine is is hide out this bar. You know, it is just. There's coke on every table. Yeah. It's, it's just debauched, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. There's a lot of shit going down. Um, and it goes on all the way to daylight because the next time we see them all, they're heading back in a taxi. Or Kilo's going down. <laughs> in, it is indeed. Yeah, quite literally. In this montage. Yeah. With uh, with Katie. Yeah. Standing up in the bar as well, weren't they? But yeah, so they go... They go. Is it a taxi? Yeah, it was a taxi, I think, at this point. Or was somebody no, driving? It's just, I thought it was just another just, one of his uh, mates, I think. Because there was a point where there was a taxi, and I'm getting confused. Um, yeah, because it's, they're going, they drop Katie off at work, don't they? Yeah, it turns um, out she's a teacher. She's a teacher, or she works in a school, and she gets out yeah. this car outside the school while all the kids are going in, and just throws up in a bush. <laughs> and it's not a good look, so Leah gets out to try and help her. And then just pushes her in through the door. And then, yeah, like, like, Maybe you should take the day off. Just go to work. <laughs> yeah. Um, Go, go and teach those kids. Blue has some sort of disagreement with his friends. I, I, I was totally bypassed by what they were arguing about. I I think they had some sort of argument. I don't know what it was about. It, there was a lot of very fast talking going on and a lot of shouting. And I was trying to watch Katie and Leah as well. There was a lot of shit going down. And he, Anyway, he eventually kicks his mates out of the car. Yeah. And it ends up with just him and Leah in the car. And his associate driving them. Yeah, because they start having sex in the car, doing the naughty in the car. And I've written here, I'm not sure who's it. driving, but someone is. <laughs> yeah. This this car stops at... He's got he's got a meeting. He's going to go and meet somebody. Because uh, it's quite obviously he needs, new, he needs more drugs because he's sold out of his supply. Yeah, he's, yeah he's, well, and that's exactly it. He's going to say they've gone to uh, visit Blue's supplier. Yes. So he goes in, he tells Leah to wait in the car... Um, Leah's a strong, independent woman. She doesn't wait in the car. She goes and sits. It's a on nice the... day outside. Yeah, she that. goes and sits outside on the steps. Um, and eventually, Blue comes out and he's like, "Look, this guy wants to meet you. You need to come in." So she does go in and she does some drugs with the dealer guy, who I think was called Lloyd. I'd recognise this guy. Do you? Yeah, and I, and I meant to look and I didn't. Yeah, um, so you carry on talking and I'll. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'll have a look. So yeah, so. Blue has got it in his head now that he can sell a lot more drugs than he normally does because he's found this new patch with of Leah's rich friends. So he says to Lloyd, look, I need you to sell me like a lot of coke and I'll give you the money back after I've sold it. So he's basically taking out a loan from this guy. Yeah. Which Lloyd obviously agrees to do. He doesn't. It doesn't bother him. He's going to either get his money or he's get his drugs back. And so he does buy, I think it's 10 ounces. It was a lot. I, I thought you bought a... Uh, okay, it was a lot. I thought I thought he bought a kilogram. It was. They divide it into ten something, but I don't know. I don't do drugs. I don't know the colloquialisms or how to say colloquialism. <laughs> um. <laughs> so they go once they've got these drugs. They they leave Lloyd's house and they go and celebrate. They go to a cafe, and one of um, Blue's regular customers starts knocking on the window of this cafe. 
and he obviously wants to buy some drugs. So Blue goes out to see what the hell's going on, what his, what his problem is, and leaves the drugs in the cafe with Leah. Quite quickly, as soon as he's gone outside, it turns out this guy is an undercover cop, and Blue gets arrested. Yeah. But the drugs are still with Leah. Yeah, so fortunately he put the the big, the big package. <laughs> he he whapped it down on the table. He put his big package yeah. down. Yeah. Um, um, the guy who played Lloyd's been in loads of stuff. I, oh, he? He's just one of those faces. Yeah, he he, he was in Kirby, he's been in Curb Your Enthusiasm, Gotham, Flight of the Concords, Law and Order. Oh wow! And then mo- movies. He's, he was in um, Office Christmas Party. I've seen that. The Amazing Spider Man Two, American Hustle, Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Tons and tons of stuff. What's his name? Uh, his name is Adrian Martinez. Cool. Um, where were we? Oh, yeah. So, Blue's now in prison. Um, the film cuts forward a little bit in time, I believe. Um, because yes. in the very next scene, she's going to visit him in jail. Correct. And he thinks he's been done for a lot worse a crime than he has been done for. Because he thinks the police found the big pack of drugs that he had. And he's like, no, I've got that. They, they didn't know about that. So that's good news, because he's not going yeah, down. It for is very much a, a good news, bad news, yeah. because he then kind of reveals the minor detail that this is actually his third strike. Yeah, so he's so, kind of fucked. <laughs> so he is absolutely fucked, because even if this is, you know, even if what he's been arrested on this time is is you know a, a really small amount, he's yeah he's in trouble. Yeah. So he's like. One thing you do need to do, he says this to Leah, I don't want to get you involved in this shit, but you need to get those drugs back to Lloyd. Because yep. if you don't, he's going to come after you. So take them back. Yeah. No questions no asked. No questions asked. Job done. Um, she flashes him a boob at one point during this visit. This visit. She just gives one <laughs> boob out. And <laughs> then... You've got away with the words. <laughs> I know. That's why I do a podcast. Um, and then... They, they do. Katie and Leah do try to take it back to Lloyd, but they bottle it because when they get to his house, there's loads of like creepy guys around. So they kind of run away, don't they? They don't do it in the end. They, well, they also see, they see the undercover cop. Oh, do they? Yeah. I'm sure it's the same guy. So that, okay. one, you know, when, when they're crossing the road yeah, and, um, and Katie says to Leah, oh, you know, you've got. Coke's almost falling out your handbag. Oh, it's the same and, guy. And they, I didn't pick that. They one look over the shoulder. It's the, I'm sure it is because it's it's the same guy that Le- Leah spoke to on the steps as well. Yeah, outside. you're right. Yeah, hundred um, percent right. You are. I missed that. Yeah, yeah. So they don't take it back because obviously that's that that would explain more of why they didn't take it back then. So what she does, she decides she's going to go and see a lawyer because she wants to try and help Blue get out of prison. Um, yeah. The lawyer was the, the guy from Sex and the City. Yeah, Mr. Big. Mr. Big. Not that I've ever watched that show, it's just I recognised the face. I think he also was in one of these never-ending Law and Order series. How was he? Yeah, pretty sure he was. Anyway, <laughs> I, thought he was, I thought he was quite good in this as well. He was, actually. to be fair, yeah. Um, she, the lawyer basically says to Leah, look, you guys facing probably five or more years in prison, um, but I think I could probably help... Um, Get me the two and a half grand retainer and I'll look into it and see what I can do for you. Yeah. So she needs she to says, raise two and a half grand. She says, she says, you'll have it tomorrow. Yes. So Which she's back to him back a bit. Yeah, he's like, oh, okay. Because Leah does not look like the sort of girl that's got two and a half grand and can afford a fancy lawyer. No. 
She do, <laughs> I don't want to offend the poor girl, but she does not look like that sort of person. Um, however, she does know somebody who likes drugs. <laughs> well, a few people, yeah. <laughs> so she heads over to Kelly, her boss, and she tries to sell him the whole block, but he ain't having it. So she ends up selling him two ounces for three grand. Yeah. So that's a good start. That's a good start. She's got the two and a half grand retainer now already. She goes to Blue's mates, gets them to help her divide the rest of it up so she can sell the rest. And yeah, they 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 start cutting it like you say, cutting it up, and they're gonna head out and sell it. Yeah. Between the four of them. And they do, and we get a bit of a montage now of that happening. Then they go to this club. Um, the two lads sit at the bar giving the two girls the drugs. Where they go and sell it on the dance floor to the unsuspecting chaps. Also, all the way through this movie, every time there is a scene of them, uh, so dividing up the drugs, getting ready to head out, it's <laughs> the way this is cut is Leo's like, oh, yep, one for the bag, one, one for me. me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the amount of drugs she does in this movie. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Is amazing <laughs> it really is it's craziness also the two lads and blue to an extent were very much out of their depth and you got that that came through completely they never look comfortable when they're not in their own on their own street corner absolutely and they 100 yeah. don't want to be there but they know they've got to do this and they end up she's dragging them she's dragging them along through kind of force of personality i guess yeah absolutely it? it's they've been doing this same thing for years and years and years with no issues Suddenly, this girls came along. Their mates in prison, and they're now in Manhattan trying to sell drugs to rich people. They're yeah. they're well out of their depth, and you can completely see that they're well out of their depth. They're, they both of these guys act it out so well. Eventually, this montage ends with them getting kicked out of the club. Uh, Kilo takes a punch from the bouncer, and it ends up with them all outside arguing with each other because the lads say, "Look, this is not us. This is not what we do. We're going yeah, home. We're out. We're out. We're going home." Um, Katie agrees. She's like, yeah, fuck this. I'm, I'm done as well. And they kind of leave Leah there. Yeah. So she goes it alone. She goes back into the club and she starts selling a few more. But she is also partying and sampling her own products, yeah. shall we say. She's absolutely <laughs> mullered by the end of the night. Yeah. She's completely smashed. Um, somehow she manages to drag herself into a taxi and get herself home. Yeah. Um, when she gets there, unfortunately, there's somebody waiting for her, is there not? Yeah, it is uh, It is Lloyd. Lloyd is waiting for her. And he wants his money back. Or his and drugs. This bit, was, this bit was horrible. It really was. Do you want to talk about what happened? So, he, he sort of corners her on the stairwell, doesn't he? Yeah, he's a horrible and man as well. He's a creepy, big, fat dude. Yeah, yeah. Not a nice guy. Sweaty, horrible. Yeah. And, and he, he sort of grabs her by the throat, doesn't he, to yeah. start with. And, and sort of, you know... He says, where, where's my money or where are my drugs? Because yeah. he's heard that Blue's in prison. Um, and she's sort of saying, I don't know where it is, I don't know where it is. And then he stops choking her and he just pinches her nipple. <laughs> he does. And she's in so much pain. Yeah, it's horrible. It's not like a playful pinch. No, I've, I've written here, he squeezes it's, her boob really torturous. hard. Torturous. Yeah, he proper just grabbed his fistful of boob and just squeezed it, and and then he leaves. He does leave because she, does he give her more time or he gives her something and she talks him around. Yeah. Um. So she goes back to the lawyer, um, the guy we met earlier, and he's obviously been paid his retainer, so he's looked into what's going on, 
And he's like, you seem like you've got a good case. Blue seems like he's got a good case. He, um, he says it's going to be difficult. Yeah. But, this, but there's a there's a few positives for There's this. a real chance that we might be able to do something for him. And we've got a sympathetic judge. Uh, yeah. He's been assigned a sympathetic judge. So it, this he says could go our way. Techni- yeah, he says technically he was busted before he made a sale. Yeah. Uh, and also, he, he didn't go into details, but he said he'd uncovered some info on the undercover cop. Yes. That suggested he was less than reliable. Yes, completely. Um, so Leah's really happy by this. She's all excited. She thinks Blue's going to get out of prison. Um, he, the judge, the lawyer's really happy as well. And they have a bit of a hug and a dance and everybody's happy. And then he gives her a bill. Yeah. And the bill's for 13 grand. It sure is. And that's not good news. <laughs> um, she rings her mum. She checks in with her mum at this point. She, her mum agrees to send her some money, but it's only two hundred dollars. It's not going to get very far. Yeah, so I, I don't think we've really said, but this, this, the whole time period of this movie is pretty short because yeah, definitely. The so the girls have moved into the city to because they're preparing to start college. Yeah, which you know when, when you start college, sort of September time. Yeah. Um. This is still the summer, so obviously they've moved a, a few weeks or a couple of months maybe at the most in advance of that. So yeah. we're talking about a real condensed time period that this is going on at. Yeah, and you can feel that as well because it, it does move really quickly. and Days do pass. You can see days passing with nights and days, but it doesn't appear to be many. No. And it does have a high tempo about it, this film. It feels like everything's moving at 100 miles an hour all the time. Um. She goes to visit Blue again in prison and she says, what did you think of the lawyer? Because he's obviously met him now. And he's like, yeah, it was really good, but there's no way we can afford him. There's no way I can afford to pay that guy. And she lies to him. She tells Blue that the guy's working pro bono and he's doing it yeah. out of the goodness of his heart, uh, which he seems very happy about. He, For the first time in the whole film, he smiles um, because he's he's not Blue anymore. And <laughs> he does tell her, he tells her he loves her at this point as well. And she thanks him. Got, for I must say, yeah, and I must say, I was really, I was really rooting for them both. Yeah. Until things about here started to unravel for me a bit. Yes, agreed. Because I, di- I didn't like that lie she told him. Yeah. You can see why she did it, but I understand why she did it. But equally, you know, she was just gone. Well, I've got a plan. What? Yeah. Why did she have to tell him it was where he was doing it for free? Yeah, anyway. you knew it was going to trip her up later, but yeah. anyway. And it did, yeah. massively. Um, so yeah, he tells her he loves her. She thanks him for that. She doesn't return the the words. And instantly, in the very next scene after that cuts away, she's fucking Kelly. She is, yeah. Um, she's doing the naughty with uh, old Justin Martha. <laughs> um, she's done that because she needs money and he's got money. And as soon as they're finished, they're kind of wiping themselves off. And... <laughs> He, <laughs> yeah, she dismounts. She and does, then, and then she says, "Can I borrow some money?" And he's like, "Yeah." Oh, how much money do you need? And it turns out she she asks him for thirteen grand for the lawyer and four grand for the dealer. Yeah, so she wants to borrow seventeen grand off him. And he's like, "We can't do that. I can't give you that sort of money, but I can help you out here." I, he's like, "I've got an idea." Yeah, I've got a I've got a big plan, and he helps her sell the rest, but at extortionate prices. And uh, yeah, and they they throw a rave. Yes, they do. Uh, which, but they 
I presume they're charging quite a lot for entries to this. It, it seemed like a lot of money was changing hands and drugs yeah. were changing hands. And she's really happy. And well, it's, it's, it's a captive audience, isn't it? So they've, they've thrown this party. They're clearly charging for people to get in and they're flogging drugs as well. Uh, the drugs. She's so happy at this party that she gets her boobs out and just shows them to everybody. Um, she just, <laughs> But again, she she has no self-control. She is, if she was mullered the first the the last time, she is. The, I, I don't even I don't know. Even know there's a word for it. She's m- mortal. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, she's running around this club with her boobs out. She's not even got a top on. She's just super excited with with huge wads of cash. I don't know what you're going to say then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's. It turns out they've made twenty four grand. Um, yeah, more than enough. More, Problem solved. Much more than enough. Problem solved. Everybody's happy. So happy, in fact, that the next scene happens. Um, I'll sit back and let you describe <laughs> this. How do you describe something like this in a film? I did the nipple squeezing. It's your turn. Okay, fair enough. Um, Kelly and Leah and... A N of a girl. I think it was the same girl who was his PA earlier. Uh, it was it. So it's. Uh, I think her name was Alexa. She's she works in Don't the say that magazine office. She's the, yeah. She's <laughs> the she's the lady who interrupted them in the office. Yes, near the start. So obviously Leah's they really are, happy. They are, They're all really they are, happy people at this point. They are all completely fucked up. Yes, completely fucked up. They sneak off to a secluded corner of this club. And Kelly retrieves his penis out of his trousers. Leah basically does a line off it. Yeah. <laughs> That's how, the only way I can... That is exactly what happened. Um, yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> then both girls get down and do more lines off it. And then sex things happen. They're sex people, Lynn. Um, <laughs> and a lot of shit starts to go down at this point. Um, then, all of a sudden... Leah passes out. Yeah, she spews up over Kelly. She does. On his shirt. She, she throws up on his, his uh, on his junk. Appendix. <laughs> it was apparently it was fake as well. It was in the IMDb trivia notes that it wasn't his real one. Which oh, right, is probably okay. a good thing. Um, yeah, she passes out on the floor. The they those two, they look like they're going off to get help, but I, I think they just it's left. Nice to have hobbies though, isn't it? <laughs> Definitely. It got to the stage where she couldn't do anymore. She had done quite a lot. Um. They they leave her the two Kelly and this other girl leave her and it looked like they were going to try and go and get help well, but it I don't yeah. think they did no it, I think they just left her there I don't I don't think it was greatly edited because they did sort of say oh are you okay come on and it did look like they'd helped her up yeah but in the very next scene she wakes up and she's alone and she's still in this club and it's completely empty yeah however she does not have the money no. The money is not there. So she rushes back to Kelly's house or Kelly's apartment. He also does not have the money. The money is gone. But Kelly and Alexa... Oh, shit, they, they, are com- <laughs> they are completely blasé. Yeah, they don't give a shit. They could not care less. I know. Well, yeah, they're not the ones with the debts. But yeah. he, he's just like, well, there's only money. Let's get to work. Yeah, I'm going to work. And, <laughs> and that's the end of it. And... Leah just screams. Yeah, she, she's obviously. She, yeah, she's gone from one extreme I, to the other. She had too much money to now not having any. 
in my mind, I've decided that they've took it off. Us. Yes, me too. Because I think that makes this movie more interesting. Yeah, I think you're definitely right. That that they've absolutely took her for a ride. Literally. She passed out. Yeah. <laughs> then she passed out. During the ride. And yeah. And they took the 24 grand. Yeah, I think that's I think that's what you were supposed to assume. That's what I assumed. Um, um, but who knows? Yeah. It, it never tells you where and this she, money she went. She doesn't. No, it doesn't. And it's not important. It's to, not. Well, yeah. It doesn't. But it is important. But, but it's not it, important. Yeah, it's not the driver, is it? Not it, anymore, it, no. Do you think it needed that? Maybe we'll talk about it at the end. Yeah, okay. Did it need that sort of... It's something to think about, yeah. Okay, we'll talk about Did that. Did it need them to be more direct villains? Possibly. Possibly. Anyway, we'll get um, She goes to see the lawyer. She starts crying at the lawyer because she, she basically says... He's like, where's my money? Yeah, and she's like, look, I haven't got that sort of money. Um, you were stupid to think I had got that sort of money. Um, can we work out? Can we work out some sort of other arrangement? And eventually she walks, she walks out crying and he calls her back and he's like, look, we can do something. There's something we can do here. Um, so he takes her out for a drink and they share a few glasses of wine and a few glasses of whiskey. Yeah, and he, uh, the lawyer, I think he's called George, we learn at this Yeah, I think point, he does. Sort of, uh, you know, this is the point where she goes through the, you know, the, the system is, is, is fucked up, you yeah. know. It's, it's rigged against people. Uh, Especially like people like Blue, yeah. Yeah, with your background, both sort of in society and ethnically. Um, and he's like, I'm not telling you anything you don't already know. Yeah. On, you know. You're a clever girl. <laughs> uh, and he says to her, look, forget about the money. I'll, I'll work some magic. We'll make this work. Don't worry about it. Yeah. He basically says, I like him. I like you. We, we'll do this. Yeah. We'll get this thing we'll started. Work out. We'll work it out. And so they go back to her, to her apartment, her and the lawyer. And they start doing some drugs together. Of course. Because everybody does drugs in this film, even the lawyer man. Um, she falls asleep on the couch. And then the bad shit goes down. Yeah. Um, he notices that she's fallen asleep. And he he rapes her. There's no... You can't go around it. Yeah, it's, it's horrible. It's horrible. The film's even ashamed of it. Because the way it's filmed, as it's about to happen, the camera pans back. And for a split second, it hides behind a wall, and then it comes yes. back, and it's shot through the reflection on the door. So the yes. filmmakers don't even want to show you it happening. I thought I thought it was really effective. The fact that even your film is ashamed that this is happening, but it is, it's happening, and you only see it through the reflections. I thought it was a really nice bit of cinematography. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, it was well shot. It was. It was. It was obviously a horrible thing to watch. But it was really well shot. Um, a little bit later on, Katie comes home. She finds Leah throwing up in the bathroom. Um, I think it's pretty obvious what's happened. They they end up having a shower together and just crying, yeah. hugging each other naked on the floor of the shower. She then spends the next 10 minutes just lying on her bed, avoiding everything, <laughs> avoiding everybody. I, I think we're supposed to say, you know, this is a few days. This, yeah, this is time passing. Yeah. She's, she's The phone's ringing constantly. With, um, withdrawn completely. From society, it? yeah. She's lying on the bed. Her phone's constantly ringing. The door's going off downstairs all the time. Somebody's desperately trying to get hold of her. Um, and then, Kate, Well, Katie says, doesn't she? She says, your mum keeps ringing me. Yeah. I, I've just told her you'll ring her back. You're not very well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we find out who has been trying to get hold of her because Blue shows up at the bottom of the bed. Yeah, he's just there, and she can't quite believe it. She thinks it's a dream to start with, but uh, they end up hugging. He cries his eyes out at this point. 
and it turns out they go up to the roof, don't they? And they have a bit of a chat. And it turns out the lawyer turned up for the case. And yeah, he's blue outright says he says that lawyer saved my life. Yeah, saved, saved, me. saved, saved my, my life. life. Yeah, he does say that. And he's like, thank, and he he thanks her so much for finding him and getting him to work for free. All the all the time, Leah no obviously knowing what the consequences and the price of that ended up being. Um, and then he says, "I want to marry you," and he proposes. He gets yeah. down on one knee and he proposes to her. Um, and it's it's quite interesting that we don't see her say yes. We never see her say yes. No, they. She's very conflicted to start with. Then they kiss, and then in the next scene, you see them kind of walking together through the streets of New York. So it's obviously has said yes, but yeah. you never see that happen. I, 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 I noticed that as well. I think that's an interesting choice. Agreed. Yeah. So we're getting right towards the end of the film now. They walk off together. They are all happy. They're all loved up. Um, they stop, have a bit of a kiss. And suddenly, something smacks Blue around the back of the head. Uh, sure. Leah sees it coming because it's Lloyd. And Leah sees him coming from her perspective. And he knocks Blue to the floor. And then he grabs Leah around the throat again. And he just wants his money back or he wants his uh, drugs back. Sure. Blue, whilst he's down on the floor, grabs a glass bottle and he glasses Blue on the uh, glasses Lloyd on the head and then beats the living shit out of him with a wrench. Yeah, which I think is maybe what Lloyd swung at him. In Lloyd, the yeah, place. it was. Lloyd hit him with the but, wrench to um, start with and dropped it. Yeah, but Blue just goes to town on him yeah. and he caves his head in. Basically. Completely, yeah. Blue Q sirens. Blue sirens. Yeah, blue, blue sirens. Blue and red sirens. Please turn up. The last thing that Blue says to Leah is, "Did you not give it back to him?" Yeah. And he realizes at that point that she she obviously didn't give it back. And whilst he's sitting in the back of the car, he looks out of the car window at her, and he looks like he hates her. There's there's yeah. pure hatred in his it, eyes. Yeah. Because this this is your fault. This is your yeah, and it and it really was that, and it was a completely different look to anything he'd ever given to her before but this is all on her and then the film cuts away and the final scene is Leah sitting in the college classroom on her own um, she's clearly got no friends all the other people in the college are grouped up the rest of them are so, yeah the rest of them are sort of filing in aren't yeah. they and, college but then and as 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 the um, as the camera pans back she's just the rest of the class start to talk to each other and, yeah. and pair off it's and almost she's like just, she's invisible yeah, she's, she's just sitting there on her own yeah, sure. And then the film ends. Yeah. What do you think, Nick? Do you know what? I enjoyed it. Yeah. I, I definitely had some issues with it, but but I was really invested in it. Um, it and I thought there were there were a couple of good performances. Um, there definitely were some good performances. The the guy who played Blue was brilliant. He was very good, um, and. I was really amused by the industrial amount of drugs that were going on. <laughs> there was a lot just, of a lot of drugs going on. I, for for ninety minutes, yeah, it 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 went at a pace. Um, it, it yeah, it has got a lot of issues with it. Um, but it was fine. I I did enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. The, it it started to drag a little bit towards the end. I'm like, something needs to happen here, but I didn't hate it. I don't know if I could say I enjoyed it, but I didn't hate it. No, I, d- I, d- I would say I did enjoy it actively. As I, like I say, I, it's I, decent. I, I like the performances. It's decent. There's... The guy who played Blue was really good. The, go- the girl who played Leah was good as well, to be fair. Um, yeah. I wouldn't say anybody... I, wanted, I knew it was going to end badly, but I wasn't sure how it was going to end badly. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I agree. At what point was this was going to all fall apart. There was never going to be a happy <laughs> ending. And it's kind of... 
a good thing that it didn't. We've had a tweet about this film from uh, my friend and yours, Alex. Um, he's actually seen this film. Okay. Um, do you want to know what he thinks? Yes, always. Um, he's, put, he's put, bottom of the stream, I've finally picked a film I have seen. Uh, watched White Girl last year based on one actor. He was in it for about 10 minutes. It turns out that was the guy who played Kilo for some reason. He, he, he goes on these things of watching films just for one particular person that's in it. One of the most meh films I have ever watched. I didn't care about what happened at the end and sort of what happens when all the characters are unlikable. So, this was one of my big issues. I th- I, I kind of agree with that. Yeah. It is pretty meh. And I, I thought that Leah was unlikable. Yeah. Because there was... There was and there was two key points uh, moments that led to that really. So, uh, like I said, there was um, I'm going blank. The 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 lie she told about the lawyer to yeah, Blue about that the for lawyer free, was working yeah. for free, and then just I I I was then totally switched off by the fact that she just lost his money. Yeah, it it, it just didn't that didn't quite ring true to me. Agreed that you would. You would lack that self control. Yeah, I just, yeah, I, di- I didn't particularly care for her character. I, I did really like Blue. I, I thought that he had an interesting arc. I agree. Um, I, I thought he was. The I, best I think this movie was too quick to be meh. To be honest, it went that. It, it, there was that much going on, and yeah, yeah, I'd um, agree with that. There was, uh, there was always something to keep compa- you interested. Certainly, compared to some of the other stuff we have to watch on here. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I, and that's always the curve I grade it on is against other bottom of the stream movies, not against proper movies, normal movies. <laughs> yeah, I think some of the big impact scenes fell a little bit flat for me. the The rape scene, whilst it was filmed really well, didn't really. That's going to sound really horrible, but didn't really make me feel sympathetic towards her. Yeah, I didn't see it coming, and it felt bolted on. The lawyer didn't seem like that kind of guy for the rest of the film. Does that make sense? And then. That just happened because it had to happen. Yes, and I, I, I think, I think it probably would have had more impact if there had there had been a bit more interaction between the two of them. Yeah, Be- because he very much wasn't in this movie much. I, I, yeah, I, the fact I, that he I was think... suddenly there doing drugs with her was like, I, I remember sitting up going, "Oh, why is he doing the drugs?" He was like a big yeah, exactly. city lawyer. It was. It just felt a bit yeah. odd, and so that made the rape scene fall a little bit flat to me. Although it was filmed amazingly, I thought. Um, and then the ending. It needed an ending. Like it ne- couldn't have a happy ending. But uh, I don't know. It, it just didn't quite work for me. I think. I think it was again the abruptness of it. So it just come out of nowhere. From, from him coming back into the room to the end of the movie, I think it was about four minutes. Yeah, definitely. And. I, Lloyd hadn't been in it for about half an hour at that point. I'd completely forgotten about him. And I know you were supposed to, and there was supposed to be a big shock when he does come back and make that final yeah. scare, the final scare probably. Again, I think I was I was still processing the fact that Blue Blue was back and then it was, well, that was no, it. He's gone, gone again. You've had your 10 <laughs> minutes, minutes he's gone again. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah, so, so again, that was, yeah. So it has its issues. It's all right for a 90-minute film. Understandable issue. But, um, it, it, it's not necessarily one you watch for fun, is it? No, but, not um, at all. Yeah, I, as, as a like I say on on our curve, I I thought it was fine. I I I enjoyed it. I wasn't there was no point in this. Where I was like, oh fuck's sake! I wish this would already open. No, agreed. There wasn't. To be fair, there really wasn't. Do you want to talk stream table? 
Čo? Where am I thinking? Where am I looking? I, I'm really not sure. <laughs> right, uh, I mean, my gut feeling is mid mid table <laughs> table. Um, so I don't really know where you want to start from. <laughs> uh, should I start from last week? Should I start from sixteen? So red dot was sixteen. Okay. Are you higher than that? Okay, I'm not sure. Oh, really? Okay, do you want me to go lower? Go twenty. Twenty malevolence twenty. Up. Okay. Uh, life force is nine. Life force seems ages ago. That does seem a long time ago. So, uh, Life Force is 19, Deadcon is 18, Eyeboy is 17, Red Dot is 16. So you're not above Red Dot. No, I think I might be. Keep going a bit Results more. is 15, 14 is Hungerford. Keep going or you in there somewhere? I don't know. If I, I I think I'm about the same place I was last week. Somewhere around results. Yeah, I, I, I think I enjoyed, I think I liked results more. So you, you're going below results above Red Dot? I think so. That feels about right to me. What about you? I yeah, I'm in that sort of ballpark. Definitely, I think it's definitely better than Red Dot. I had a lot more negative things to say about Red Dot than I do about this. Results, I'm not that high in anyway. I don't think it's as good as Hungerford. So it's whichever side of results it goes on for me. They're very different. Aren't they? <laughs> they couldn't be very more. They couldn't be more different. <laughs> um, I think. This yeah. is better than results. Uh, it's just personal opinion, yeah. isn't it? Because I, I, I think it's slightly worse. Um, but we, we were split on results anyway. Yeah. So how do we decide where it goes? <laughs> um, I don't know who won last time. I'm, are you gentle, gent, gentlemanly stepping aside? I can't remember. I can't, I can't remember the last one. That, um, I think it was Red Dot. Didn't we have the same argument about results last week? I don't know. I can't, let's, let's, I can't remember. I, I will I can't step aside then for ago. you. And... We'll put it below results. Okay. So it will be 15th in the stream table. Okay. Yeah? I think sounds that's about right. reasonable. Yeah. How do you want to turn the tide on it? I, I think I need more of some of these characters. Yeah, agreed. I, I, I get this is about... This is a movie about Leah, and we're seeing it from her perspective. But I think I'd be interested to see... A couple of scenes with, with the lawyer when he's visiting Blue. Yeah, um, I think I would. The one I, th- I think you go on, go on. Sorry, I, I, all I was going to say is less sex, more character building was what I would do. <laughs> or both. Just <laughs> <laughs> there was there was there were sex scenes in there that didn't need to be in there. They were just done for shock value. And I think if, like you say, if you put that a scene between Blue and the lawyer in there. And maybe one more scene between Lawyer and Lear in there. Make him a bit more creepier, maybe, with her. Because that rape came out of nowhere. I think I'm um, I'm repacing the end a little bit as well. Like yeah, I'd, I'd like to see five more minutes on the end. A, a bit of a bit of breathing room in between Blue turning back up at her flat and then the ending happening yeah. would, would go a long way. I maybe think, a couple of scenes because... of Lloyd trying to track him down or something, or... Yeah, because the the last scene where where you quite rightly say when he's he's boring holes through her is um, it's not the first time she's <laughs> anyway, uh, is it's great acting. He's yeah, you can tell there's hatred in his eyes in that final scene, and it yeah. it really affected me. I was like, oh wow, he's like he we went from loving her to hating her in minutes just because she didn't give them drugs back. 
and I could have done with a bit more of that. And you'd have got a bit more of that if you'd have had a bit more of a build up to that ending. Sure. So yeah, I'd, I'd say that more character building, a little bit less sex for me. Too much naughty. <laughs> right. Shall there we? Shall we pick next week's film? Let's do it. So next week's the bottom of the stream season four finale. As you well know. I do well know. Um, one of us still hasn't played their wild card for this season. Sure, shit, ain't me. <laughs> it's me. Um, it wasn't intentional to leave it for the finale until about four weeks ago when I thought, well, I'm going to leave it till the finale now. Um, which puts a little bit of pressure on me to pick a film that's finale worthy and also wild card worthy. Yeah, you, this means you've either got to go something you're quite confident is going to be good or something you're quite confident is going to be an absolute shit show. Uh, either way, yeah. I'm excited. Good. I'm glad you're excited. Um, I've picked something that I believe is going to be good, but is also going to be an absolute shit show. Okay. <laughs> best of both worlds. Absolutely worlds. the best of both worlds. Um, the one thing we've lacked recently in this show is fun. So what I have decided for my wildcard for season four of Bartman the Stream is a film called Funhouse Massacre. Oh, God. <laughs> what? What's the matter, Nick? Why was that? What was that reaction but- for? <laughs> Yeah, well, it's... Okay, I'm not surprised. Let's... <laughs> it's up your alley, isn't it? 100%. As soon as I saw this film on horror. Netflix, I was like, yeah, this is a wild card. Is it clowns? Um, is it a clown film? I believe there's a clown in it, yes. Okay. Um, do you want to know the synopsis? Yes, please. It says, six of the world's scariest psychopaths escape from a local asylum and proceed to unleash horror on the unsuspecting crowd of a Halloween funhouse whose themed mazes are inspired by their various reigns of terror. This is going to be like that game. What's that game you made me play on the VR? Oh, um, Until Dawn. Yeah. Do you want to know who the top-billed cast member in this film is? How, I would however, I don't that, yeah. believe he's going to be in it a lot. I think it's a cameo, but I think because of the name, he gets the top billing. I mean, I, I'm shocked there's a name in it, so yeah. Big please. name. <laughs> big name in horror. Big, big name in horror movies. Uh, Robert England's in this film. Cool. So That makes me more interested. <laughs> um, I, he's top bill cast on IMDb, but I think he's going to be a cameo. I think they're just top building because of the name. Yeah, so Robert England's in it. There's various other people in it, but it, it looks amazing. I'm really excited for it. Are you as excited as I am for it? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's finale. and um, Yeah, it's going to be fun. The 100th film we've ever seen on Bottom of the Stream. It's going to be the Funhouse Massacre. What a way for us to finish season four series. Season four, hundred film horror institution. Robert England in a film. It's going to be awesome. I'm, I'm excited. I can't see how I don't win the stream table. I'm still here. I'm just not responding. <laughs> so. <laughs> so yeah, go and check out Funhouse Massacre. It's my wild card for season four. And in the meantime, check us out on. Instagram, Twitter, and Letterboxd, all at B-O-T-S underscore podcast. Facebook.com slash bottom of the stream for the Facebook page. The email address is bottom of the stream at gmail.com. The website is bottom of the stream.com. On the website, you will find every episode we've ever recorded. You'll find all four season stream tables. There's loads of other cool stuff on there. The Botskas from last year's information's on there. Um, and you can buy some merch if you want to. Check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash bottom of the stream. On there, for a couple of quid every month, you can get some bonus episodes, early access to episodes, 
Nick writes a newsletter every month, and if you come in at the right level, you'll get a wild card, which is the same thing that I've just played right now. And also come and check us out on Discord. We're having some fun chats on Discord recently, and it'd be really good to have you in there with us. So the Discord link will be at the bottom of the show notes. Yeah, the other thing you could do that would really help us out is leave us a review anywhere you can review podcasts. That could be Podchaser, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, or any other pod app you might use. It really helps bump us up the charts and helps with our algorithms. It really does. You You could even write a review in white powder. Don't do that. Don't do drugs. Don't do drugs. Do you're doing flour or something? <laughs> then don't snort it. Yeah, I've got don't some of that. Flour. That'd be horrible. I know. Cool. Yeah. So do that, and then check out Funhouse Massacre, and we'll come back for the season four finale of Bottom of the Stream next Monday. See you then. Cheers. Bye.